Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. A desire to bring the truth to the forefront and a refusal to back down. The Roy Green Show continues. She was murdered last week and she was taken from us. Shot nine times on the third floor. There isn't anybody whose heart doesn't break when you hear the father talk about losing his daughter in that manner. There isn't anyone whose heart does not break. And that includes people who own firearms legally. People who own firearms legally because... They're hunters, collectors, sports shooters. In the United States, they allow to own firearms to protect themselves. In Canada, if a woman has pepper spray or tear gas and uses it to protect herself, she can be criminally charged. In the United States, a woman can use a firearm to protect herself without worries about being criminally charged. But your heart breaks for the parents. Your heart breaks over the the losses of children and insane school shootings, such as the one in Florida, by a young man who clearly, I would suspect, will be proven to be insane. But I've heard a lot of negative things said about people who own firearms. Just de facto, just off the top of your head, just they must be, and then comes the accusation. And I find that uh, just to be totally unfair. But I want to speak with, uh, with two firearms owners, two members of the National Rifle Association, the NRA in the United States. They're both mums. Megan is in Virginia and Holly is in Connecticut. They join us on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Hi, Megan. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you doing? Well, thanks. And Holly, good to speak with you. Hi, Roy, how are you? I'm well. Uh, Megan, what's what's your reaction as a mother and a gun owner to what happened in Florida? Uh, And you know that there's a lot being said that gun owners are the cause of the problems. What's your response to what's what's happened in the last week? Well, I think the the majority of people's response is that it's heartbreaking to hear that this has happened. However, I firmly believe that it is not a gun issue. It is not an issue with the National Rifle Association. It is an issue of sick individuals. Holly, when it comes to the NRA, the National Rifle Association, you're a member of the NRA. Please tell us, tell us why. What does the NRA do for Americans? Well, I think the NRA is responsible for some of the most comprehensive training opportunities for us. Um, the NRA does a tremendous amount of work as far as um, even non-firearm training. They do um, 
refuse to be a victim training, which teaches people situational awareness and how to defend themselves, even when they don't possess a firearm. And I think um, one of the things that the media is tremendously overlooking is the great work that the NRA does as far as training in responsible ownership. And um, they they do so much great work, and and that is just not being recognized. Do you think it's necessary to protect yourself from an incident, a gun incident, because of the large numbers of firearms in the United States, or is that beside the point? I personally don't think that the number of firearms that we have in the United States are an additional risk. I think that there are other factions of society that are causing us to see violence that we haven't seen in the past, but I don't think that simply the number of firearms that we have is contributing to the problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, Megan, so for example, sorry, go ahead. So, for example, if you take Chicago, um, it is a city, and uh, Illinois is a state that has very strict gun control regulations, and yet there's areas and pockets of Chicago that have terrible gang violence. Mm-hmm. And those shootings you hear that are reported on aren't from legal gun owners. They're from a criminal population. Would you both feel, I guess here's the Canadian question, would you both feel more comfortable if guns were not as readily available in in the United States? Would it would it lower the I don't know, would it lower the temperature, would it lower the pressure if if they weren't as readily available in the US as they are? Um, Well, I think there's a lot of misunderstanding about how readily available these firearms are. So to give you a little bit of idea of what I go through as a firearms owner in Connecticut, um, I first had to go through not only classroom training, but also provide um, documentation that I was proficient with a firearm to even become eligible for my permit. So then once I obtained my permit, it cost about $350 in Connecticut. Every state is different um, to get your, your permit. Um, at that point, once you actually go to purchase your first firearm, your background check is run, again, every time you purchase a firearm. So I think there's a lot of misunderstanding that we walk into Walmart or something like that and we just walk out with a firearm. That's not the way it works. Mm-hmm. Every single time that we purchase a firearm in any kind of brick-and-mortar store or even at a gun show, um, that is all goes through the NICS system, and they check to see if we've had any felonies or anything that would prevent us from having a firearm with the purchase of every firearm. So that's a national, that's national legislation in the U.S.? So it would be, there is a NICS system is national, correct. Now, um, different, different states have varying practices, but the NICS system is federal, correct. Now, Holly, I, you carry a, f- a concealed firearm. You have a permit to do so, correct? Yes. Um. I don't want you to tell us anything that is difficult for you to talk about, but is, 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 am I correct in assuming there's a personal reason for doing this? Yes, there absolutely is. And how much more confident does it make you feel that you, are, that you have a firearm and that you can protect yourself and protect your life, perhaps protect others around you, how much more confident does it make you to go out when you go out in the morning that you have this firearm with you? I, I think there's no question. I, um, you know, I'm a single parent. Um, I have a four-year-old daughter, and I have no doubt that being in possession of my firearm has 
um, avoided a situation in the past. And I think that we've seen it. Um, Megan and I both know young women that are survivors. We know women who have been victims. Um, and whether or not they've had a firearm on them um, has, has been a deciding factor in, in how that turned out. Now, I spoke with Amanda Collins a few years ago, who I'm sure you both know. Uh, yep. And she had, was sexually assaulted, raped in a, in a university dorm, and it was a gun-free zone. And uh, that didn't do her any good. And she was, uh, she was raped, and she now is uh, very outspoken about carrying uh, guns and being uh, a gun for protection and the right to do so. Um, Megan, what's the best approach then to, to dealing with tragedies like the one in Florida, the Florida shooting? What's the best way to deal with that? that as a society we're trying to figure out but unfortunately when instances like this happen it gets to be a very emotional and kind of volatile response and there's extremes on both sides right mm-hmm. so um, one of the things that I've been disappointed about is the organization moms demand action um, I have found that looking at their website and the statistics that they put out their their methodology for how they capture them is it's skewing how media is reporting on things. So if you take, for example, um, on their website, they'll have items such as how many school shootings have happened this year. But when you look at the title of it, it's kind of mind-blowing. And then you dig a little deeper, and they have instances such as like North Broward uh, Preparatory School in Coconut Creek, Florida, on February 15th recorded that a deputy accidentally discharged his firearm, shooting himself in the leg. And they added that as a school shooting. Okay, and Holly, the same question to you: What's the approach to deal to deal with the with the school shootings, or should just you know the schools? Yes, and shootings in general, uh, you know, that horrible incident in uh, in Las Vegas. I mean, I think that one of the primary issues that we can see um, sort of an undisputable problem with are these gun-free zones. So we have gun-free zones that have not become the exception, but more of the norm that these shootings are happening in gun-free zones. And and I think Megan's absolutely right when she says that there is so much misinformation out there that is being fed from um, the mainstream media, not only about the numbers of shootings and um, the statistics that are being used to build build these cases, but what these firearms are and are not. Um, I think if we did a better job of educating individuals about what the firearms do, what the laws currently are, um, and and honestly, I think gun-free zones are a tremendous part of the problem. Um, A lot of people don't realize that in in Colorado, the individual who um, committed the shooting in a movie theater, he drove past a movie theater that was not a gun-free zone and went to a further movie theater that was a gun-free zone. And I think we really need to look at that and say, okay, what is the commonality here? And that these are all groups of people where they can pretty much count on the fact that they will not be confronted by a gun owner um, and that they will have more time and more opportunity to do the most damage. All right. Megan, Holly, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you for having us. All the best. Megan's in Virginia. Holly is in uh, Connecticut on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Um, You can hang up the calls now, Will. I'm going to come back at 800-263-2428, 1-800-263-2428. And I have this question for you. 
You've listened to uh, my guests from the U.S., and there's such a, a different perspective on firearms in our two countries. And I, uh, I believe that I've always said that I believe honest, law-abiding citizens should have access to firearms without being dragged through what appears to be an inquisition because they're not the problem. And that's something we can debate another day or now in the few minutes we have left. But my question is this. At 800-263-2428, 1-800-263-2428, in your view, is anyone who owns a firearm unstable? And I mean among your fellow Canadians. 800-263-2428. Is anyone who owns a firearm, makes the voluntary decision to buy a gun and pass the, uh, the test required in order to get a license to buy a gun, is anyone who buys a gun unstable? Or is that just crazy? 800-263-2428. We'll come back. You're listening to The Roy Green Show. Heard weekends from 2 to 5 on 900 CHML. You're only as good as your word, and he stands by his. This is The Roy Green Show. It was uh, hard for me to be on the West Coast and not be able to get back home and and protect my family. So no child should ever have to go through that. It's terrible. It's time for us as a community to take action. It's enough. Enough is enough. We got to take action. There's NHL star Roberto Luongo, who lives in that community in Florida, speaking uh, publicly about the shooting. It's uh, 800-263-2428. You think people who own firearms legally, who make the decision to go through the, jump through the hoops and the rings in order to get a license to buy a gun, do you think they're unstable? Margaret's in Vancouver. Hi, Margaret. Hi, Roy. Um, I'd like to just start by saying thank you very much for having your two guests on. They were incredibly eloquent and uh, made some really brilliant points. I am a woman, and I'm a gun owner. I've been a gun owner for over 20 years, a responsible gun owner. And what I'd like to say is unstable are the people who would like to make me, uh, my friends, my nieces, victims in this country by not giving us the opportunity to defend ourselves. Mm -hmm. I agree. I believe that you, as a stable person, as a person with a record, uh, an unblemished record of having owned firearms for two decades. I imagine that because of that, you don't have a criminal uh, record of any kind. You should, not be, you should not be prohibited from carrying a firearm to protect yourself. But as it is, you, you're, you can be, will be criminally charged if you use tear gas to protect yourself. That's correct, or pepper spray or bear spray or anything else. So, so again, one of the, the things that disappoints me in Canada is that we keep choosing legislation or a philosophy that allows women to be victims of, of various crimes, and, uh, and that saddens me. I agree. Absolutely. Absolutely concur. Thank you, Margaret, for the call, and good luck with the snow. Thank you, Roy. All right. Margaret in Vancouver, no doubt listening to CKNW. Dan is in Toronto. Tuned into AM640. Hey, Dan. 
Hey, Roy. A um, couple of things. First of all, no one in the mainstream media, I know you've touched on it, but no one's talking about societal issues. What has changed? 30 years ago, this never, ever, almost ever happened. What has changed? There were no background checks back then. It was easier to take a gun. So if they don't look at the societal issues, breakdown of family or drugs or Internet or violence or whatever it is, changes in the family, nothing will change. No one's having that discussion, Roy. You're not allowed to because it's politically incorrect. Well, then, then the status quo will sadly continue. These people, they want to pass more laws. Do they really think that 250 million guns in the United States are just going to be turned in overnight? And I saw, I don't know if you saw that CNN town hall debate meeting the couple of days after the shooting. A little it's bit. More like, a little bit. More like a scene from George Orwell's 1984, the movie. 14-year-old who was in that school in Florida and buried two of his classmates said that uh, CNN contacted him and they wanted him to be on the program, and then they told him what question. They scripted the question that he would ask, so he refused to go on the show. CNN says that's not true. I choose to believe the 14-year-old. I agree with you. You're probably you're correct on that. Thank you, Dan. Appreciate the call. Very good point. Elaine is in Alberta calling the Roy Green Show. Are people who buy guns go through, jump through the hoops to get a rifle or a shotgun in this country unstable? Well, it's kind of like saying everybody with blue eyes is untrustworthy. And that was I've often thing. said that. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you must be a green-eyed monster then. <laughs> no, but definitely, just like in any other situation, there's some that have short fuses or they're deranged or, you know, they think it's glamorous, I guess. It's their day in the spotlight. I just took the gun course last year because I wanted to shoot gophers but I grew up with my father always going hunting and my brothers and it was always a safe thing so it's not so safe now Mm -hmm. but I don't think everybody needs to be punished because of a few. Do you think the opportunity to use a firearm in a crime in a in an unconscionable crime should be simply as simple as, uh, as much as possible taken away by making firearms um illegal? Yeah, yeah, I, it's, I don't know, it's scary. They say it's not the guns that shoot, it's the people, and that's true, but if you don't have a gun, of course, you don't shoot it, but I don't know. It's we need more, we, we, we need some really uh, non-politically correct, honest from the heart uh, discussion. I don't think people are, I don't think people will, I don't think gun owners, responsible gun owners, will stand for having their guns taken away from them by a government they don't respect. So until we got a government that we can truly respect, I think I think even the debate is out of is out the window. Thank you for the call, Elaine. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. When we come back, they are never politically correct. They're always opinionated. They are Catherine Swift, Linda Leatherdale, Michelle Simpson. They're the beauties, and I'm the other part of that thing.